This week 13 DFS picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Perhead. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Well, I, you, you're, you're juiced up on this fine Tuesday. It's gotta be because we have Wednesday night football, Wednesday night football. We thought we were going to have Tuesday night football. Instead we have Wednesday night football. Cue the X-Files music. Oh, sorry. Well, that works too. Yep. Here we go. Did you see the letter? But a fan wrote into the NFL accusing them of being fixed. <laughs> that was pretty hilarious. Of course, if you had the Eagles plus six and a half, you're celebrating. If you have uh, Seattle minus six and a half, you wanted to kill yourself. But really, Sean, let's talk about this. This is why you bet numbers, not teams. Exactly. We told you before it crossed that key number of six to take the Seahawks. Yeah, we had Seattle minus five and a half. I, I don't know what you're doing betting it that late at six and a half. And I forget someone threw it out on Twitter. You always see those like uh, a mystery better uh, through $500,000 on Seahawks minus six and a half. And my first thought is if you have half a million dollars to lay down on a Monday night football, do yourself a favor and get the best fucking number. I, 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 I get it. I'm all about hashtag digits only, but what are you doing there? The five and a half was sitting there for so long. Listen, Sean. I'm not proud of this, but I've had moments where I've gone and eaten at Subway. Yeah, I've uh, I've I've had to order Domino's <laughs> pizza. Right, sometimes you have to make a concession, and maybe I get it. I you want some action, you just go and you could have listened to me. Could have followed us at Gambling Podcast. You could have taken under nine punts, sweated that out with me, kicking specialist. Uh, I mean, we were all over the DK Metcalf over props. Yeah. That was easy money. Even through some Richard Rogers props, which didn't even I didn't even need that Hail Mary to hit that. So that was good. I didn't see this come up on Scott Van Pelt bad beats, but one of the props I gave out was Chris Carson to be the leading rusher at plus two twenty five. <laughs> he so he comes in the game, he rushes for neck like first of all, they're only giving him a couple carries. He looks electric compared to fucking Carlos stuck in the mud hide. Yes. And uh, yeah, he he uh, all he needs to do is is get a couple more yards to go over that fifty one. But even more importantly, he was leading as, as he was a leading rusher. He comes in the game, he loses two yards to go back 
to 41. And then what does Carson Wentz do on the next series? Scrambles for seven to get to 42. Carson Wentz, your leading rusher of that game. What a shit show. <laughs> Actually, what I was talking about, Sean, coming back to Wednesday night football. Yeah. I, I still, I got a lot of questions. Got a lot of questions about how they keep postponing this game. The Steelers, for a team that's had a hilariously easy schedule, they've really uh, had the worst end of some of this COVID rescheduling. Yeah, but uh, people don't. I mean, to me, it's very obvious. the The game kept getting postponed because they hadn't controlled the outbreak. They kept having new positives. Denver didn't get postponed because they only had one guy test positive, and the contract tracing showed the other three guys were hanging out with them without a mask, whatever. So those guys were immediately bumped on the list. So Denver didn't get the game pushed back. Now Baltimore. Yeah. They are getting the break by having the game pushed back and getting some of those guys coming back off the list, but they, because they didn't follow the protocol, they're going to lose a draft pick and millions of dollars. So I, and the NFL has made it clear. They're not canceling games. They haven't canceled one game this season. Everyone wants them to cancel the season. They're not even canceling games. So I don't get where the my, confusion my is. issue isn't with Canceling of the games. It's 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 the clear concessions they're making for a team that's in a playoff race. That's what's going on. I, Th- that's what I think is going on. No, but but you realize the difference is Baltimore kept having new people test positive. So if, if, again, so yeah, I, I would the, just put in yourself weird, in the in the shoes of a Steelers fan. Yeah, no, I would this be is, pissed. This is crazy. I would be pissed. This is but the also, second time this is also the to them. the forfeiting rules wouldn't help the Steelers. They don't get a win. They just don't get that game played, so uh, that would help the Steelers in this situation. I guess, Sean. I guess maybe, but I, I get why you would be annoyed if you're a Steelers fan. But the rules are very clear, and they're going by the rules. Right. I don't know why people don't understand it. What am I missing? I think it's just. Conv- I, well, I mean, we'll see how how much they stick to this as we. We're, it seems like we're going through a bit of a situation. It, it just seems like they're they're giving a little bit more leash to a team that is maybe more important to them as a league right now. No, but you you do understand that you have you can't have new positives. No, no, I understand. I understand how you're interpreting the letter of the law. No, I mean that's the policy. I, I know, I know. I'm just saying it comes across as as a team. One team is getting right, but if you look at the if you look at the policy, it this makes is, complete sense. I, I again, does it make complete sense if you're a fan of a team that hates the Saints or a team that that is is rooting for the Steelers? I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's it just seems like like the, the Ravens right if they were arbitrary, are gaining an advantage because they cheated so bad is what you're saying. So yes, the loophole in the rule is that it, it benefits teams that cheat the worst. No, it, or don't it, follow the rules. Here's, the worst. Here's here's how it is. The game will keep getting delayed until the virus is contained. They've made it. They've made a. They made it clear that they're not going to cancel games. So the game will keep getting delayed until the virus is contained. It took Baltimore a while to contain the virus. So yeah, if you're really playing with fire and you're like, all right, we're going to keep having guys test positive to delay. So other guys, I mean, they're Sean, on the list. You don't think they're controlling when? The, I mean, no, no positive tests ever on a Sunday. I'm just saying, cue the X Files music. I get it. The NFL is playing the games. I'm all for that. But in this case, they're they're Baltimore is. I won't even say Baltimore is gaining a commit. Pittsburgh is losing a competitive advantage in this process because yes. you can game the system. But I, I, that would be if you if you knew how to control whether or not guys test positive. Okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. So you're. You think the Ravens are intentionally having guys test positive to delay the game? The Patriots did it earlier in the season, and that's why they got fined. When they don't care they, about the fine. When did they intentionally test positive? 
So they got Cam back early in the season. It, it was like the the reschedule was convenient because it got a lot of their players back. And and again, like Belichick scheme this, and that's like well, we, that was that, that was, news kind of got brushed under the rug. That was they, earlier in the in the year where rescheduling fined. was possible. No, I know. I'm just I'm just pointing out that just like Belichick game the system, I would imagine if Harbaugh is getting fined and a draft picks being taken away, it's more than just oh you didn't follow the protocols. You did so in a way that like you clearly gained a competitive advantage here. No. <laughs> They're gonna lose. They're get. They're getting fine. They're gonna lose draft pick because the strength and conditioning coach didn't report symptoms and uh, you know violated all the protocols. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, it's the same way. I, I understand. I read the, the 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 reason why the Patriots got fined too, but I think it more. If you look at the teams who have been fined, it's more to do with except for the assholes not wearing the mask early in the season. It's more to do with they clearly were gaming the system. I think. I, mean, I don't. It, I don't understand how Baltimore's gaming the system by having all their guys by having Lamar Jackson ruled out. How is how is what they is can't part of their control plan? that because that was at the beginning, but now they're getting running backs back. The game is still getting to be played. They're okay, completely destroying the, the Steelers. Reason, the they're, reason they're the destroying is, the Steelers' schedule for the rest of the season. Right, I get that, but the reason. So you're saying they had guys test negative when Lamar Jackson tests positive, and then told those guys to test positive later on. If I had, if I was but a even conspiracy though, even theorist, though the league is controlling the test, I would be su- well. Again, the league is in on this. That's what I'm saying, Sean. I would be super curious as to why we almost how many how many tests have we had positive on a Sunday? I don't know. Not many, not many. And that again, it's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm just pointing out that that would I would I would if I was a fan of the Steelers, say this would be a pretty hard pill to swallow. You're right. I get why it sucks, but also this is just the way the league is set up and the way they're doing. It. They're not making any sort of crazy change from their policy of. We're, we're playing the games. The game gets pushed back due to positives. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's you're taking a strange position next to Mr. Goodell. What is the position? Uh, it's the, so obvious. What is that? I mean, this is I what mean, they're doing. Yeah, maybe they're. Okay. Do you, what do you? So you're saying they're arbitrarily moving it back so Lamar Jackson can play? That's not going to happen. I'm not saying that. So they're arbitrarily punishing Pittsburgh. What is the league gained by punishing Pittsburgh? I don't know. Okay. I guess if I saw some sort of motivation, I would be more inclined to believe you don't see the motivation from the Ravens perspective. They're yes, getting, but they're, I don't understand. I, I, and maybe, you know, how you can fake false give have, you just don't work. reveal it. I don't know. I mean, come on, <laughs> but they're not in charge of the testing. The NFL is right. But how does that benefit? So the NFL wants to move the game. They they want it to. They couldn't even show it in prime time. The ratings are going to be fucking yeah. horrible for this. Yeah. How is the NFL? Because it got out of control. From- it was supposed to be Tuesday. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, if you want to be a shill for the league. No, I'm not. I, I the league is an idiot, but also I understand why they're doing what they're doing. They've made it very obvious, and people don't take two seconds to look into the story or the facts on how the case comes out. Yeah, I, excited to see how they handle this around like postseason playoff races. All right, let's talk about mybookie.ag promo code SGP. You want to get in on this Wednesday night football, which the league created? To Wednesday damage day. their their own 
ratings. That sounds like something the league would do. If you want to get in on it, head over to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP right now. Wednesday night football between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. Steelers lane ten. Total sitting at forty-two and a half. Tons of player props up, and you can bet them all over at mybookie.ag. Of course, college basketball that's heating up. Colby Dan giving out all the college basketball picks against the spread for free every day over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check it out over there. NBA right around the corner. NHL. I think they're going to start that up at some point. You can bet it all over at mybookie.ag. And when you do, you use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus where you, of course, can play, win, and get paid. Speaking of that quarterback situation, I mean, did you hear what Jerry Jones said today, Sean? What was that? Uh, he said that the performance of Danucci, who is an actual quarterback they drafted, is comparable to the quarterback performance of uh, Hinton, <laughs> who was a uh, played I, four games in college. Danucci wasn't great, but uh, he was certainly nah, he won a national championship at the FCS level. Danucci was better than Hinton. Is I mean. Jerry he Jones. was basically saying Danucci was Hinton. Yeah, that's pretty insulting to. Uh, Is he Danucci. trying to insult the coach? You think? I, I don't know. Well, yeah, and of course Mike McCarthy played Danucci because his, it was his brother-in-law's. Like he coached him in rec league basketball. That's so. A- funny. And someone else threw this out on Twitter again. I don't know who it is, but <laughs> you know the the insane hot takes, and I shouldn't even be rea- reacting Uh-oh. to it. But he said the the uh, Broncos offense was better than the Eagles offense uh, on Monday night. Now the Eagles offense was horrific. Carson Wentz mm. looks horrific. Uh, like I've said a million times, uh, you know, since in these past few weeks, Jalen Hurts deserves to be the starter. But Hinton had one completion and two interceptions. What the fuck are you talking about? The Eagles had a few drives. Hinton they were moving bad. the ball. They, the Eagles' offense looked really bad. Like Wentz is a really bad quarterback right now. Hinton looked like a wide receiver playing yes. quarterback. He didn't even look. Yeah. He looked, actually, I think there's wide receivers in this league that can like Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry <laughs> legit. I mean, even Odell Beckham, I feel like he was, uh, he when arm. he was healthy, he was playing pretty well. You complimented Odell Beckham. Cole Beasley. I just love how the Cowboys house is just completely burning down. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, and r- you r- saw the news, right? Urban sorry. Meyer in Texas. Oh yeah. Looking uh, at houses in Austin. I, Everyone is hot on the trail that this is a Texas story. Yeah. What if well, this is it, a Cowboys? I, I think story? they give Mike McCarthy another year, but no. uh, Hinton actually still it's uh it's been longer since a uh, Taysom Hill has thrown a touchdown pass than Hinton. Because Hinton actually threw one in college, and Taysom Hill, the last time he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in his Saints career, or I don't know, whatever the dates work out, Hinton has actually Throwing thrown a recently. touchdown pass more recently than I Taysom like Hill. I like that. All right, let's talk. Uh, it's DFS, and we're going to be talking some Thrive Fantasy. Of course, go to thrivefantasy.com, use the promo code SGP, get that instant deposit match. We're kind of in an interesting situation because. Our our contest is still going from Thanksgiving. Yeah. Our SGP only contest still going on from Thanksgiving. I I was in a pretty decent spot, but of course I had I think I had like James Connor over is one of my few remaining props, so that's not looking good because uh, he I think he's on the list right now. But uh, they have a Wednesday only game, which is pretty fun. So we're gonna we're gonna do that. And uh, break it down. Of course, Thrive Fantasy. It's DFS for player props, over under, 
you, you get 20 player props, pick your 10 favorite over unders. And it's uh it's easy to play and uh, get that sweet deposit match head over there. And cause it's around the holidays doing a little bonus here. Mm. And that is if you're a, uh, if you join thrive fantasy in the next couple weeks, send us a screenshot of you joining Ooh. with the promo code SGP. You will be entered into a drawing for a hundred dollars of SGP merch. Oh shit. That's so, like two shirts. That is it's a couple High of shirts. quality sweatshirt. Exactly. Maybe a golf pullover, Sean <laughs> fucking dapper. All right, let's get to it. All right. My first one. I mean, again, because the, uh, the Ravens are getting all their reinforcements back and the NFL finally gets to put Robert Griffin back on a, this is their plan all along to play Robert Griffin on a, on a 3 PM game. I, I, the conspiracy makes so much sense. Just extend the list of quarterbacks who've thrown a pass since Colin Kaepernick has Sean (laughs) Gus Edwards under 72 and a half rushing yards. I mean, Dobbins and Ingram being back will certainly cut into his workload. Yeah, I like Gus Edwards under seventy-two and a half. Even before I heard the Dobbins uh, and Ingram news, and uh, I, I just because I think Pittsburgh's run defense—they're just gonna, you know, load the box, get up on the line. This is gonna just be a horrible spot for the Ravens. And speaking of horrible, I'm going under RG three passing yards, even at one eighty-six and a half. This this Steelers defense so is legit. I think they're just going to load the blocks, uh, load the box, play man coverage, and yeah. RG three just maybe RG three gets it done rushing the ball, but I I don't see him doing much damage passing. So I'm under his passing yards at one eighty six and a half, and under his completions at seventeen and a half. Pretty pretty amazing. Uh, Wentz went under that number against the Seattle defense. That's been letting everyone go nuts. Uh, I didn't play any of the. I used one of those as my ice pick, the Griffin under the yardage. I, I like that angle. Uh, I went right to Des Bryant. He's not. Um, <laughs> he's not scoring a touchdown in this game. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'm also on that. You're only getting 75 points. That's fine. It's plus 125, 125 points the other way if you think Des Bryant can score a touchdown. But I, I certainly. How is don't. he on a team? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> And why the Ravens? I mean, there, I feel like there's a bunch of better options than Des Bryant, but we'll see. Maybe he has great chemistry with RG three. I'm also on his under 29 and a half. Mm. That that is split even at a hundred points. So under Des Bryant, 29 and a half yards. I, I I stayed away from that one. I thought he might actually get some looks since Hollywood Brown's a piece of trash. Uh, next up, Sean, I want Justice Hill under 23 and a half rush yards. I, I don't I don't see him getting any carries now. So, yeah. and you can get 105 points for the under. I'm going Marquise Brown under three and a half receptions. It's low, but I, I just don't think he has much chemistry with RG three. You know, his whole thing is the deep ball. I, I just can't see a RG three having enough time. Now, maybe you get screwed here on some on some receiver screens or bubble screens, but uh, under you're getting plus 115 points wise. So. You know, I, I got to remind myself to just take the side I like, but plus one fifteen on under three and a half just feels right. I took the other side for another ice pick, um, but you know, I'm, I I think it's more maybe some trash than anything else. I went next up, Justin Tucker over five and a half points. Uh, he's going to be good for two field goals in this game. So that I, you said over five and a half, yeah. right? 
Yeah, I'm also on that. I mean, that, that two field goals from this guy. I mean, he's he's good from 60. So unless there's crazy weather, who well, knows? it is it is tough to kick in Heinz Field. But regardless, I think he's. I don't see how he doesn't get two field goals. Big Ben over 270 and a half yards. Um, it seems like this offense is going to have a hard time not going over 270 and a half. Yeah, I I stayed away from that, but Ooh. I did put uh, Benny Snell Jr. in there over. Rush yards in receiving yards, yep. 62 and a half, and you're getting plus 105 points. That feels really low with James Conner out. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming he's still out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how does Benny Snell not get that? I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. This Ravens defense isn't what it was. Um, yeah. James Conner is still on the list. So I, I, I don't see why. And, and they're giving you receiving yards. Like, I, I think he could hit over. I think he could get to like 70 rush yards, let alone throwing in receiving yeah, yards. I have this, I have him to go uh, over half total touchdowns yep. as well. I also uh, had big Ben over passing TDs and interceptions over two and a half. Uh, you know, he's going to get loose with the ball. You know, he's going to give one away. Uh, he's good for two the other way. So going over a lot of overs for the Steelers. Yeah. Benny Snell jr. Like you said, I'm also on that just basically has to score a touchdown. Although I love the guys over at Thrive Fantasy. They say a half total touchdown, rushing touchdowns plus receiving touchdowns. They should just throw in passing touchdowns because if any, <laughs> I mean, for these skill players, yeah. why not? If he throws for a touchdown, I feel like that should count. And again, not to nitpick in the DFS community, but passing touchdowns from non quarterbacks should count for six points. Wow, I mean, you you got any more hot takes in your back pocket? There? Well, in leagues in leagues where uh, a quarterback a passing touchdowns worth four points, a receiver or running back throwing for one or tight end or whatever should count for six. No, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that point. Also, went Juju over the yards and to score a touchdown. Uh, we've kind of talked about it, junkyard Juju game. Yeah, it does seem like a Juju game. So I'm also over uh, on him, fifty eight and a half. Receiving yards. That's so, it. I yeah. gave them all out. That'll do it for the uh, Thrive Fantasy picks. And again, sign up, get that screenshot, get that, get that uh, instant deposit match. It's a uh, up to fifty bucks. So nice, nice little uh, get, little uh, deposit bonus you got there. And it's pretty fun. Maybe we should do this, uh, Ryan, for our next Thrive Fantasy play. A, a listener heads up because they have some fun heads up contests: hundred dollars, five hundred, even a thousand dollars. Maybe we just say fuck it and and come up with the lineup. We I keep talking about it. Maybe we have to pull the trigger. Uh, maybe we'll do it for next Thursday. Stay tuned there. Thousand dollars heads up. Yeah, I like it. Fuck it, let it ride. But uh, yeah, the twenty five dollar <laughs> Wednesday night football five thousand dollar guaranteed. As we're recording this podcast, only twenty five entries. So there is a, a chance for some overlay. So make sure you get involved over there. And there's a big overlay right now in the Counter-Strike DreamHack <laughs> matchup if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, and I never talk about it cuz I have no idea what it is. But if you're into uh esports DFS, they have a ton of a uh, ton of awesome games going yeah, for that as well. And you probably would want to head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slack because we have some guys in there that actually follow that shit too. So if you're into it or if you're just trying to be a degen, win some money. Hashtag Dejans only. Slack bought for twenty eight billion. Sean, a lot of dollars there. Maybe oh he was the mystery God. better, getting the worst <laughs> of the Seahawks number. Didn't didn't need that five hundred k. Yeah, who needs it? Oh yeah, Ace per head. And of course, Ace is the place. 
instead of just watching Wednesday night football, you could be booking Wednesday night football via your own online sports book. All you got to do to get set up, head over to aspread.com slash SGP, aspread.com slash SGP. They explain how to get it going. They set all the lines for you. They grade all the wagers. They do all the heavy lifting. So you don't have to very easy to set up. And ACE is the place. If you want to become your own bookie, start your own sports book. All you got to do is go to acepread.com slash S G P use that link, that sweet, sweet sign up link and get up to six. That's right. Up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book betting software. Acepread.com slash S G P talking millionaire maker lineups, Ryan and joining us on the line, an active member in the S G P slack and an active member and winner of the S G P hundred dollar big boy, uh, DraftKings weekly contest joining us on the line, Josh, AKA shoes, five, one, seven. What's happening, Josh slash shoes. <laughs> Nothing much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. We thought it'd be fun to bring on some regular DFS guys that are always uh, in the big boy or uh, on Slack. Just, you know, I really got to ask though, cause uh, w- how'd the nickname shoes come about? Uh, it's kind of a play on my last name. And then also when I was younger, when I played basketball and such, uh, I just loved shoes. So it kind of stuck early on. No. Okay. I was hoping it had something <laughs> to do with throwing shoes over the power line, Sean uh, off base there, but <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the big boy. You know what, Sean? I'm a little angry with the DGens this week. The big boy did not fill up last week, well, so it was, it was a weird week. I might punish people and make it a ten person <laughs> again. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Sh- shoes is a, a, a regular in the big boy. In fact, he's so much a regular. If Boston Capper, shout out to Boston Capper, host of the Golf Gambling it's Podcast, a baby fucking wheel man, which a new one is on the feed right now, probably as you're listening to this. Uh, if he does not remind me to create it, shoes is is gracious enough to remind me because Sean, as you know, I like the MGs. You do, Ryan. You do, and uh, Josh, aka Shoes. Uh, <laughs> do you have a do you have kind of a, a process you walk through when you're coming up with the lineup? Because I'm interested to hear people's different approaches. Um. Yeah. So actually, from uh, episode you guys had with uh, Adam Levitan, I've kind of been following some of the establish the run stuff. And um, so they're pretty good at, you know, strategy and things of that nature. So um, for like contests, like the big boy, I kind of like to start with things or players that I think are going to be super chalky and, and popular and see if I can have like, you know, some leverage off that for a player on their own team or whatnot. And just to kind of get away from some of the popular plays in there. Yeah, I like it. It find, is funny find how, kind of who's popular. Go against it a little bit. Being contrarian, it, it is. It does seem to be a, a bit. It seems like like ten years ago in the sports betting world, Sean. It was really cool to be contrarian. You well, know? and, and, for and the, ineffective. And for like the millionaire maker, you really have to go pretty contrarian. Yeah. You don't have to go on on all the positions. You can have a couple chalk, but if you're playing in a smaller thing, you want to find that balance of like guys that are kind of chalky for good reason, and then mix it in with a couple uh, wild card guys. Yeah, I'm, I, I really, I really, I, I feel like I violated a number of rules this week, but we'll see how it goes. Well, Kramer, let's kick it off with you. Who's your quarterback this week? Uh, you know, I so badly wanted to come on here and just 
scream in your face. All rise. Colt McCoy is going to have a better day against Seattle than, but I didn't do that. Uh, Four, I, I, Colt McCoy only 4,800. I mean, look, it sounds like Danny dimes, probably not going to play Hammy Jones, Colt McCoy getting reps. He's a scrap. Listen, I, I went off the reservation. I know we're probably going to be talking about how we like Detroit as a side. Although the more I I've, div, I've dove into the games this week, Sean, the more I'm wondering. I don't know if it's just Patricia. That there's more rot <laughs> up there in Detroit. I'm fully off that ship. So I went Mitch to <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, Tropical Storm oh Trubisky, only 5400. Hear me out now, Sean. He yeah. put up 24 last week. His his floor is high with the running and Detroit's horrible. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a real stab this week, Mitch Trubisky for 5,400. All right. Is that, it's going to be a chalky play. No, right? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mitch Trubisky chalk. I'm just worried. It the was, MGs have gotten to your head, right? Who's going to be it's smoking my weed. who will have more ownership? Cause I already have lineups with both guys, Colt McCoy or Mitchell Trubisky. Well, I think Mitchell Trubisky, but it's, it's going to be <laughs> neck and neck. There's going to be some maniacs who play Colt McCoy because it gives you so much extra money to spend on other guys. Sean, you know I'm not a tad. I, I will save this for the NFL. Show. I was worried we might end up with the same quarterback, but thank God you chose <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. Oh, you like Kirk Cousins, huh? Shoes. Uh, what are you doing at the QB position? Uh, yeah, first I can actually second. Uh, I'm not playing Mr. Bisky, but as a Lions fan, I can agree that's a pretty good play. <laughs> the Lions defense is complete dog shit, and um, maybe it'll be better once they get rid of that they got rid of Patricia, but um, I didn't really love a lot of the quarterback plays this week. Um, but I, I just stuck with, you know, someone who's going to get your points, uh, Deshaun Watson, 7,500 versus the Colts. Um, he's been playing lights out and he's got a good rushing floor. You know, the Colts got torched last week. Um, I don't know if they're getting DeForest Buckner back, but if they do, um, that might just cause, um, the Texans to go more pass happy. Um, but yeah, Deshaun Watson, 7,500. Yeah, I, I definitely considered Deshaun Watson for the podcast. I thought, roll the dice a little bit. And you're right, Ryan. I do like that. Give me Kirk Cousins at home oh. against this Jags defense, non conference road game for the Jags. I, I don't know if they're really going to be that interested showing up. Minnesota coming off a weird win. And you know, Dalvin Cook, he's ninety five hundred. Shoes mentioned early leverage spots. He's he's ninety five hundred dollars. He's at home. I think your instinct would be to play him. He's the he's the most expensive running back. So I think I think his ownership will be pretty high. But that ankle injury that looked weird, and I, I don't know if he was quite the same after that. So I'm gonna zag a little bit and think and and kind of play the angle that Kirk Cousins they end up throwing a decent amount against this Jags offense. What are you doing at the running back spot? Oh, and real quick, uh, Mitch, my my good personal friend Mitch has put up twenty four fantasy points in each game against the Lions over his past four games. So, uh, li listen, I I uh, I like that Cousins angle, and I understand the leverage there. But I did play Dalvin Cook, and and mm. yes, ch check the 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 reports and make sure he, it sounds like he's he's, he's not on the injury report. But I still think something is up with his angle, and the fact that uh, Latavia or uh, Madison is like. Uh, North of six thousand in price, they have lead to, you to believe that mm. they think he's not a hundred percent. I think they're just protecting themselves from having a ridiculously priced running back who's going to have a tremendous opportunity against the Jags team that's trash. 
And really it's just a volume play. Uh, e- even like I went and looked and I was like, well, well cook cook didn't do a lot, right? Like he, he was out. For, it seemed like he was out there for a little bit. Uh, no, Madison didn't really play that much. Sean, he had uh, how many carries would you, would you guess Madison had last game? Six, two. Wow. So it, I was I, even trying to guess low. I, I felt, yeah, I, I felt the same way. And I was like, fuck it. Let, let's go. Dalvin cook. I mean, I, I made lots of room for escalades uh, this week, Sean, back him up. Uh, w- well, when you start with a Mitch, you have plenty of room for, <laughs> for Dalvin cook. All right. Shoes. What are you doing at uh, RB one? I'm going to the other side of the ball. Uh, James Robinson, 7,300 um, this year. He's handled 95% of the Jags uh, running back carries, which is just kind of insane for today's NFL. And he also adds, you know, a nice uh, receiving floor. Um, and last week, uh, the draft, Mike Glennon himself, even <laughs> showed that he was able to at least move the ball a little bit to give them some scoring opportunities. So this might be a back and forth game because Minnesota's D is pretty bad as well. Dude, Mike Glennon. Every time I hear that name, Sean, I think it's Sean Glennon. I think about how he fucked up Tyrod's <laughs> red shirt that day against LSU. I'm also on uh, James Robinson. She's made a great, uh, a bunch of great points there. Mm-hmm. And, and Minnesota's let up 60 passes to the running back. I, I think this game could randomly, I don't know if you would call it a shootout, but I, I think Minnesota's going to put up a bunch of points. Jacksonville will be forced to throw. Glennon doesn't have. Confidence, I don't think, to really push it downfield. Chark dealing with some injuries. It, it just seems like a huge James Robinson opportunity and uh, seventy three hundred, pretty reasonable. Kramer, who's your RB two? I love a good James Rob. I, I almost want him as well. Like I'm glad I didn't. A little diversity here, Sean. I have a trivia question for you. How many targets do you think Austin Eckler has when playing with Justin Herbert? Oh, it's it's a very limited sample size. I think it's only like two games. Three I, full games. Okay. Yeah, I think he's averaging like twelve targets a game. It's thirty-one or targets. That's insane. Uh, and and, so, and it really it it kind of hurts Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen was the auto target. Now it's now it's um, well, yeah. especially the Eckler in this matchup against the Patriots, who they've not done a ton of anything really well on defense, but this is an area that, that they have been exposed. So uh, Eckler for 7,100 again, not quite a full blown escalate here. Uh, But you know, when you look at, when you look at the pricing here, I have the most expensive and now the sixth, uh, seventh, most expensive running back. So I'm paying up for the RBs this, this, uh, this week. And I think, I think we're going to see a real volume game from Eckler here too. Uh, because Sean, I, I'm going to say something controversial here. Cam Newton really fucking sucks, and <laughs> and I think the Chargers could finally win a game in convincing fashion here. Your uh, is uh, did they fire Anthony Lynn? What are you talking about? They can't win with Anthony Lynn. All right, shoes. Who's your second running back? Uh, my second running back. I'm going Kareem Hunt, 5400 against the Titans uh, last week against the Jags. He didn't get a ton of touches, but I think they just wanted to, you know, reduce the risk of error by just handing the ball to Nick Chubb a ton. So against the Titans, I think it's going to be a more neutral game script or even negative game script. And um, with Kareem Hunt being the receiving back, um, two minute drills and and whatnot, I think um, he'll get more touches and some more receiving work. And you've seen it all season. Tennessee <laughs> really struggles to defend running backs coming out of the backfield. I mean, Naheem Hines is is one to point out that's had some success. Ryan, you stole my uh, pick here. RB two, Naheem Hines. 
Uh, Houston is third in the league as far as points allowed to the running back position. Nice. I like Chu's angle that uh, Houston may be able to pass on this Colts team, but I think Naheem Hines could be able to do some damage. I mean, even against that Titans team, which you know was a blowout, so he you would think not involved, but he he still had ten carries and ten targets. He had eight catches, still put up seventeen and a half fantasy points, and that's without a touchdown. We've seen him have multiple touchdown games receiving the ball. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he has another big game against this Houston team. You know, it's down in uh, down in a dome like situation. You got noodle, no noodle arm, <laughs> Philip Rivers. So and uh, Shoes was talking about Baker. It reminded me of uh, I was listening to Bill Simmons' Guest the Line podcast with Cousin Sal. And. <laughs> Clearly, he was talking about the Browns, and he's like, "Yeah, and actually, ba- uh, Bill Simmons, like, uh, actually, Baker, he didn't look that bad. He didn't look that bad. What do you? Th- that was a horrific game. I mean, if you were on Cleveland minus six and a half or closed at seven, he missed some literally wide uh, open dudes. Uh, he played horrible. Are you uh, sure? I mean, he wasn't referring to the the quality of Baker's deep fried turkey that he checks in his latest commercial. I do like I do like the crescent rolls in the uh, <laughs> rotating pretzel thing. I may have to try that. I don't know if the wife would <laughs> sign off on me getting a giant pretzel machine for our kitchen. Uh, f- feels like something you'd use a lot. <laughs> All right, Kramer. Let's talk receivers. Who's All your right. first receiver? Well, I, again, in keeping in the tradition of just having full blown Escalades. I mean, we saw what we see. We saw what DK Metcalf just did. Devontae Adams, nine thousand. Um, I I don't know. I I mean, the, the, he's just he's just a target machine. Um, this this Eagles team. It it have they are they quitting? Is this the end? Uh, no, I I don't think that team quit at all. Just, the defense played super hard. They got fourth down stops. Uh, I mean, DK Metcalf just was much better we, we than. S- yeah, no, I we see it every week. Devontae Adams is just open. Yeah, he's unguardable. What are you doing, shoes? At your uh, receiver spot. So my first receiver, I'm um, going for the stack. Uh, Brandon Cooks, fifty six hundred. Uh, it's probably going to be super popular with Will Fuller going down, but I think it's just a volume play, and he'll get a ton of targets. I think. Yeah, I'm also on Cooks with Fuller being out. And again, he's maybe your chalky guy, but at 5,600, the target share. And he's, even with Fuller in the game, he's looked pretty good. I mean, coming off, you know, Thanksgiving, he had five for 85. He's averaging 13.2 fantasy points per game. So it's not like he's a dud, even when Fuller's in there. Maybe Indy rolls coverage to him, but the Indy pass defense has been pretty suspect overall. 5,600. He's kind of one of my chalkier plays. That I think you just have to toss in there and I'll, I guess I'll go to, to my leverage off of that play for you guys and play uh Kiki QT 3,500. Wow. Well, I mean, who, who's going to be catching the ball? Uh, Randall Cobb is hurt. They cut uh, Kenny stills fuller. Uh, uh, his apology. Did you see that? No, they always blame some physician. <laughs> it's like, bro, it's not that f- like every. Li- you literally just have to like. Well, it's email like Barry the Bonds. Ed- he just rubbed some uh, thing on yeah, his I knee. Just, he didn't know what was some in it. guy just showed up to his hotel room. <laughs> he didn't know what was going on. Must be fun at parties. Just anyway, like, hey, I have a random drug. Do you want to do it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I assume it's okay. He's the number two receiver, and I think to your point, Cooks could get coverage rolled to him. And so, uh, in a game where, it, however this game goes, they're throwing the ball. Give me a QT for thirty five hundred. 
Ryan, you mentioned DK Metcalf. I'm rolling it back with DK Metcalf. $8,200 at home against this Giants team. It's got to fly all the way across the country. Bradbury Island? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'll take so not I'll take a lot DK of rations Metcalf. on Bradbury Island. A man <laughs> with that many muscles. You've seen this on Naked and Afraid, Sean. They start cramping up early. They got to feed those muscles. If Bradbury Island shuts down DK Metcalf, I'll I'll tip my hat to him. But uh, I, I like DK Metcalf again. The guy is just fucking unguardable. Eighty two hundred dollars. I think he has another big game. Or or did I I skip shoes there? Shoes. Who's your receiver? <laughs> Uh, so my second receiver, I went Devonte Parker, sixty four hundred against the Bengals. Yeah, it's just with Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick in there, he just loves throwing to him, and a good matchup against the Bengals. I think it seems like the Bengals are just calling it quits for the year, and then with the Dolphins still fighting for a playoff spot, I think they'll just step on the gas. And so I think uh, Devonte Parker will just clean up this game. Well, and I and I totally agree with that. I would keep an eye on the injury news because I I was thinking of doing a Fitz Magic stack, and uh, it Tua sounds like playing. Tua is trending to play, so he may end up being the starter. And I, I don't know. Oh, does, are you saying that scares you off of Parker? Yeah, I mean, I definitely like Parker more with Fitzpatrick starting, and and I think Shoes nailed it. He, he they have some sort of chemistry thing going on, so. I, I would still, I'm still not against playing Parker with Tua, but just something to keep an eye on. My stack for uh, Kirk Cousins, or no, sorry, Ryan, who's your third receiver? I'm jumping all around here. You're excited this week. I I, I can tell. I, my other guy uh, again. I'm going kind of bargain shopping because of who I had, uh, who I rolled out early on. Mims, Denzel mm. Mims, Sean. How many targets you think this guy's been getting? A uh, lot. Seven, eight, seven, eight. So. Uh, forty-one hundred. They're playing the Raiders, who clearly have some issues right now. Yeah, they just got their ass rolled up by the Falcons. We got to get our shit going mentally. And from a volume perspective, this Jets team can't fucking run the ball. So I think Mims, you you've been seeing it. They're they're targeting him down the field. Yeah, you would assume them not being able to run the ball would would encourage them to pass the ball more. But they're just gonna keep giving it to Frank Gore. Frank Gore, one yard carry, one yard carry, third and eight, incomplete. (laughs) So uh, yeah, a little bit of a punt here, but Mims getting enough targets to to make a decent value of the forty one hundred price tag. All right, that's kind of an insane play, but we'll see. Is it? Yeah. Denzel, like, Mims? Denzel Mims against the Raiders. Yeah, that this is how you win a million dollars, bro. <laughs> well, it's also how you uh, don't cash. I mean, at you all. once played a fucking Tariq Cohen like an uh, idiot Tariq just based Cohen off was... of a backflip video, and now, you won two hundred grand. What are you talking grand. about? I read. I was. <laughs> No, you're you're being a dick. I'm trolling you. Yeah. Show shoes. What are you doing? Who's your third receiver? <laughs> I'm going uh, Justin Jefferson, sixty nine hundred. Um, even though his price has been climbing every week, uh, I think it's just a great matchup against the Jags. And even though um, you know Kirk doesn't necessarily always throw a ton, but I think he just gets there on efficiency. Um, he. Justin Jefferson has over has 24 catches of 15 plus yards. So he doesn't need a ton of targets to get there. Um, and if he kind of has some big plays, it'll speed up the game. And so it's a nice uh, pairing with James Robinson on the other side, hoping for a ton of points. Wow. Shoes and I were just uh lockstep lockstep. I, Justin Jefferson is, is part of my stack here. And again, yeah, Thielen being out that creates some more opportunities. I don't think any of the Jags cornerbacks can really cover 
Jefferson. I'm leaning in the idea that Minnesota is going to throw the ball a bunch and not, and and it not being a Dalvin cook game. Uh, the bring back of course is James Robinson, which normally you don't bring it back with a running back. But I think in this case, it makes sense because he is such a, uh, he's so involved in the passing game, but yeah, Justin Jefferson, 6,900. I mean, he's in the mix for rookie I, of the year. I saw someone compare him to Odell Beckham. Uh, as far as like rook, last time we saw rookies that like that were playing like this. Now I don't see Jefferson have that like slant, take it to the house. No, uh, quite quickness, but yeah, I mean, I, I see it. I mean, they're, they're both kind of like strangely lanky, although they're not. And they're, and I mean, Jefferson's clip, would you say he's clearly the best receiver in the class? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not even close. No, I, I don't think anyone's better than Justin Jefferson right now. All right. Kramer. Who is your tight end? I'm just let's. I'm not. We. I feel like we've overthought this decision in fantasy uh, a couple weeks in a row now. Trey Burton <laughs> is just gonna find the end zone again. Had to look for a cheaper option here because of who I played earlier. Thirty five hundred. Trey Burton against this Texans team. Uh, he's not getting a shitload of targets, but he's getting a shitload of opportunities around the red zone. And it, it's clear why Frank Reich brought him in. He's just a he's just a player he likes having on his team. So thirty five hundred, he finds the end zone and he uh, he pays you off. All right, yeah. I mean, we have we have a uh, Trey Burton in our season long uh, our Dgens only keep league, and it's always him like an idiot. Yeah, you never know when to play him, and then they do seem to involve him in the goal line stuff. And then I, what always haunts me is Justin Decker saying. Well, Philip Rivers loves Mo Alley Cox. He loves Mo Alley Cox, and uh, that kind of always gets in my head when Mo Alley Cox is playing. It gets way more obvious when he has been out. What are you doing at a tight end here, Shoes? Uh, I'm going with the double stack. Jordan Aikens, twenty nine hundred. Um, tight end posi- position's kind of been a shit show anyway, so I yeah. just like to m- might as well pair it with um, Deshaun Watson and hope he kind of sneaks a touchdown in mm-hmm. or. You know, maybe he gets some uptick in volume with Will Fuller out. Uh, I know Jordan Akins is playing playing in the slot a little bit, so maybe he gets some more targets with Will Fuller out. I, I like that. I like that play. Uh, he's my tight end in my uh, Colt McCloy lineup, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean Akins is probably the play. Maybe you go Fells, but they're almost priced the same. I, I would I would probably lean Akins there. I'm going. Uh, I'm at, I'm stacking with two Vikings, bringing wow. it back with one, and uh, my other uh, Viking, Kyle Rudolph. That's right, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, guide me to a millionaire maker tonight, Teej. <laughs> oh, now it's Booger. Booger, come he, on, he can't, I know. I I love come it. On, that sure. is the most racist thing that's happened in 2020. <laughs> ESPN just putting in Booger as if we can't tell the difference they just between swat. two. African American sportscasters like what? Come <laughs> on, it's a totally different guy. The chemistry is not there. I mean, TJ was perfect. He knew not yes. to, to say a lot. But From Louisville. Yep. That was his line. <laughs> I went with Kyle Rudolph. If you look at the Jaguars, they're tied for first in the league with most touchdowns allowed to the tight end. Oh, wow. They're tied with the Chargers and the Jets at nine. They've uh, given up a decent number of receptions as well. And and uh, Kyle Rudolph heating up a little bit, coming off a uh, seven catch, sixty-eight yard game. He's only had one touchdown. It came at home. I think this could be a breakout game. And to Shoe's point, uh, tight end's kind of been a shit show. I'm not going to pay up for tight end, especially this week. Thirty-four hundred dollars makes sense. So yeah, give me Kyle Rudolph. 
Flex spot, Ryan. Well, you're probably wondering who are you going to stack with Mitchell Trubisky? Yes. Give me David Montgomery. Ooh. We love fading the Lions when it comes to the running back position. He's 5,500. Now, I'm going to say this. Watch, uh, watch the old injury news because Devontae Booker also 5,500. If Jacobs is out, Booker has looked pretty good at, in his limited role. But I'm gonna go with my stack. I'm gonna go to Montgomery. I think again, 5,500, big big time opportunity here. I thought about going a triple stack with Allen Robinson, but it just it, it didn't seem didn't seem wise to play three players on the Bears with the way <laughs> the offense has been playing. Well, Allen Robinson did, did come off a two uh, touchdown game. I just couldn't have three Bears on my team, and I wasn't gonna bring it back with a lion. So I, you know, this isn't. So I, I played the strange quarterback running back stack where I think both of these guys get fueled mostly <laughs> off what they do with their legs. Yeah, makes sense. All right, shoes. What are you doing in the flex spot? Yeah, so kind of similar to what you said earlier, Sean. I don't usually bring back with a running back, but I am playing Naheem Hines, fifty three hundred. Yeah. Um, Phil Rivers just glues onto the running back and just throws to him over and over again. So it kind of works in a game script you want. Um, he had ten targets last week, and he also got stuffed on two carries inside the three yard line. So maybe he's due for some positive regression in the touchdown department. So uh, I'm not hundred percent sure if Jonathan Taylor is um, going to be off the COVID list or not, but um, either way, you kind of just hoping it's Naheem Hines' day. Cause this, you know, backfield's kind of up in the air every, every week. So, and keep an eye on the prop market, Sean, one of the props that I gave out on the, on the pregame show last weekend, which 9am every Sunday on, uh, on Twitter, oh, at yeah. gambling podcast. Naheem Hines' receiving prop last week was only like 28 and a half yards. So to keep an eye on that one, because the guy got 10 targets. They're horribly, it's probably going to be up, but you're still playing that if it's 34 or 35 yards. Yeah. No, I mean, that that's easy money. For my flex spot, coming off a quiet game against the Bears, but uh, I, I think he could uh, do some damage against the Eagles. You threw out Devontae Adams. Now, yeah, uh, obviously DK Metcalf got the best Darius Slay, but Slay and the number one receivers traditionally so far the season haven't been the guys that have killed us. It's really been, uh, you know, the tight end or the second or third receiver. So I'm rolling the dice here. MVS, uh, Valdez Scantling. He's really he's had a couple of boom games, a uh, fair amount of bust, but he has four touchdowns on the season. I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if he. Uh, you know, he he's out there for all the plays. He just wasn't involved in that game. They, they lose, they used a lot of Tunyon and maybe it's a Tunyon game, but I, I'm going to kind of zig here, get some leverage hashtag leverage MVS at 4,400. And don't forget to play the Aaron Rodgers over rushing prop in that game. Really? Oh yeah. You're so going to have oh, a, yeah. it's a little scrambling. It'll be, a right. it'll be, it'll be in the teens well, closing it out. Ryan, who's your defense? You know what? I'm going back to the well on a defense I played a couple of weeks ago, the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. They're seeing Taysom Hill for the second time. And I guess I'm absolutely leaning into the fact <laughs> this guy can't be fucking good. He they've only thrown the ball 39 times over the past two games. And I think it's got to catch up with them eventually. And I on the other side of the ball, and the Falcons figure out that they have to maybe account for the pass rush and, and have some some short passing. So uh, I had to punt it. I didn't have a ton of money. Uh, some of the other options. I, I thought about playing my Giants against Russ. You know, mm. big letdown spot coming up here. 
Unlimited. But uh, yeah, I figured the Falcons would be a better option. Seeing Taysom Hill for the second time. Yeah, I, I like that angle. Not bad. And uh, I mean, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. The only thing that's kind of uh, weird is they came off like a five turnover defensive touchdown game. So can they have that kind of big performance again? Yeah, I guess I'm le- less about the points that I'm chasing and more about uh, the fact that my options were uh, Patriots. Eagles, <laughs> Bengals, Giants, Jets, Jags. So close it out strong. Shoes, what are you doing on defense? Yeah, so I'm going with the Chargers 2,600 against the Patriots. I mean, last week, Cam Newton threw for 84 yards, which is complete fucking, <laughs> fucking joke. And that's and really he, bad. He just has no, no weapons to throw to. So, I mean, you do for maybe a couple picks, at least a couple sacks. And I mean, the Patriots aren't going to score 30 on you. So, I mean, yeah, Chargers twenty six hundred. Ryan, I'm going against Tropical Storm Trubisky. I'm taking oh. the Lions defense at twenty five hundred. <laughs> they haven't been a, a fantasy juggernaut by any means, but this is it's a bet against Mitchell Trubisky at the fantasy spot. I mean, Green Bay's defense hasn't been amazing. They still picked off uh, Mitchell twice. He fumbled three times. He only lost one of those. So maybe due for uh, a couple more fumbles and really. What better way to send a big F you to Matt Patricia than by having the defense come out and look lights out? This is the Lions Super Bowl against a division rival after finding firing their coach that everyone clearly hated. I, I, I think you're gonna get uh crazy, uh, crazy energy, crazy effort from this Lions team against the Bears offense that it just uh completely inept. So that's kind of the angle there, and only twenty five hundred dollars. So I, as far as cheaper defenses, there's a sin you can make a scenario where they really uh, blow things out and I, rack up some points. I badly wanted to play the the, the Lions defense as my bring back player <laughs> against Mitch Trubisky, but I just I was a hundred dollars short, and I didn't want to uh, alter it for a defense. I like it. I like the angle. I mean, uh, you, that you tried to do it. You did that with Jameis, and uh, they, uh, he he didn't even make it they, to the starting uh, lineup. Took that away from me. All right, shoes. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, are you on the? Uh, you have anything to promote? Uh, any social media? Or are you just promoting that you're going to dominate the uh, DK big boy? Where can people check you out? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really into social media. You can find me in the <laughs> DraftKings lobbies, pretty much. But um, nice. I, I thought I should. I thought I should let you guys know before I leave that this technically isn't my first time on the show. You know, when back when you when COVID first started, you guys did those DGen wellness checks, and you happened to play. I was one of the call-ins. Ah, I thought I should. That's I was, awesome. Uh, Excellent. I was, I was dying laughing. I forgot I even did it because it was like a St. <laughs> Patty's Day weekend. I was kind of <laughs> drunk, and I called in when I found out like the local casino was closing, and I was I had been on the black the blackjack grind, so I was I was pretty depressed when that happened. So. <laughs> I oh. thought I should let you know before I had. Oh out. man, I totally remember yeah, that. That now. was awesome. Uh, yeah, I remember. You sound a little uh, in the cups, and you were just bemoaning the fact that <laughs> you couldn't. The pandemic crushed your uh, blackjack heater. Huh. Oh man, awesome feels like times. years ago. Well, uh, thanks for calling in, shoes. Appreciate it, and uh, have fun uh, playing the DK big boy. And of course, uh, make sure you guys head over to mybookie.ag promo code SGP. Get in on the. Wednesday night NFL action. And of course, if you want a chance to score some SGP merch, send in a screenshot of you signing up over at thrivefantasy.com. Email that into podcast at sports gambling podcast. 
Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. You can find me at the top of the DraftKings SGPN Big Boy this week. Kramer, let it ride.